Welcome everyone to Coaching the Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about our unconscious motivators. As always, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and to share this video and our podcast audio. Now, getting into unconscious motivators, we have to understand that we do things for some reason. Now, we might not know why we do things. For example, when we wake up in the morning, we pick up our smartphone. That's a poor choice, number one, but why do we do it? Do we have a sense of, well, I need to talk to my audience, my community, so I can feel like I'm wanted? Maybe you're waiting to hear from a job, so you're hopeful. There is going to be reasons why you're trying to get on your smartphone as soon as you wake up. We are disconnected for a moment so we can be reconnected in the morning, and the first thing we need to do is find our smartphone so we can be reconnected. Because as people, we want to be together. We understand what it means to be a part of the human race, the society, the culture, the community that we are in. And we might say, okay, well, I'm going to check my Facebook to see if I got any likes. Or I'm going to check my Instagram, see if I have any new followers. Yeah, I understand what it does to the brain. Ah, people follow me. People accept me. Or no one followed me. Well, how can I get more followers? And I'm worried about that now first thing in the morning. Well, there's going to be reasons why we do those things. Maybe you're not a good parent, a good spouse, a partner. Why? There's going to be reasons for that too. It goes down into our conscious motivators. And many of us don't even pay attention. We just do things and we say, that's just me. That's just how I am. No, that's how you were structured Your environment formed you that way, but that's not who you have to be. That's who you choose to be. So how can we choose to be more profound? How can we choose to be people that we would like to be rather than people that we are? And we have to understand our unconscious motivators for that to be possible. So I wrote a blog, of course, and we're going to be getting into that blog right now. All right, everyone. So if you're new to the channel, head over to RevenantConcepts.com. Of course, in the show links, you would see Revan Concepts and also the full blog. So you can always just go straight to the full blog. But we want to go to RevanConcepts.com and then we're going to go to the resources tab. And then on the resources tab, we're going to find a little button that says blogs. And then we click that and we will come across our latest blog. Now, of course, I already have it all set for us because I'm that type of person. I want to make sure I give you the best. We are going to be talking about a TUS series. Now, the TUS series is a tune-up series. We are on number 34 today, but there's going to be 33 other lessons, and these are going to be for clients that I have that have finally graduated from mindset coaching, and this is kind of a wake-up call for them or a reminder for them to be more aware and present and then understanding their mind even more. Now, of course, anyone who hasn't received mindset coaching yet can still utilize this blog, but it's a little bit different because many of the conversations I'm going to have and the topics that we're going to be talking about are going to be advanced conversations, meaning you have to have prior knowledge in order for you to make yourself aware of what really is an unconscious motivator and what are your unconscious motivators. So getting into it, I do break it down the best I can, and we do have five steps that we're going to be talking about about unconscious motivators. And number one is going to be what is an unconscious motivator? Two, are unconscious motivators good or bad? 
three, subconscious mind versus unconscious motivators, and then four and five are going to be dealing with how do we get rid of it and then learning how to master those unconscious types of motivators. When we look at unconscious motivators, they're going to refer to a hidden desire that we have for ourselves. For example, if you're in a relationship and you self-sabotage your relationships, why do you do that? There's a hidden motive behind it. We dive into that. And then, of course, we're going to get into the good and bad a little bit later. But this blog, definitely going to go in-depth about these different areas. And I'm going to break all those areas down for you right now on the podcast. So getting into what unconscious motivators are, we have to know that they're going to be a hidden desire that we have for ourselves, And we might not even know that we're doing it which is the craziest thing because we just do things. For example, it becomes a habit and we just do it. Or we have a feeling or a belief that we don't really think about and it just causes us to make that action. One of the things that I notice with unconscious motivators with my clients is that sometimes people won't do things. They procrastinate. Why do they procrastinate? Unconscious motivators. I find sometimes when people give me a goal that they want to work on, that might not be their goal. It might be their spouse's goal, their parents' goal, someone else's, but it's not their goal. And then when I ask them, well, why are we procrastinating? If you really want to do this, then you would have done it. But they say, I don't know why I'm not doing it. And then I ask them, I say, on a scale of one to 10, how bad do you want this? And they're like, four. I'm like, well, if it's a four, we should be focused on something else. What would you like to do? What would be a 10 in your life today? And they say, okay, well, I would like to start my own boutique, right? Whatever that means. And then they, and then I said, well, why are we not doing that? Why are we not focused on that? Why are we focused on all this other stuff that you told me about? And they're like, I don't know. Those are unconscious motivators. I don't know. I feel stuck, but I don't know why. I feel depressed. I don't know why. There's something on the inside that's telling us or making us think in a certain manner. And unconscious motivators are going to be tied to many types of selves. And we had some guests on already that are going to be talking about this a little bit, but you won't know unless you understand what unconscious motivators are. And that's going to be talking about the idea of a shadow self. And that shadow self is going to be your person or yourself that's going to be doing some negative things or getting in your way. For example, my shadow self is going to be, I'm stubborn. I have an inflated ego, all of that. Now, of course, just because I know my shadow self, it doesn't mean that I don't have control of my shadow self. In order for me to get control of my shadow self, I had to do a mindset journey. It took years, again, getting into the right mindset is going to be dealing with a lot of these unconscious motivators. So understanding what makes you tick, what makes you go, then you can say, okay, this is good, this is bad, I need to change this, I need to keep this. What we have to start to think about when we're on that mindset journey is understanding our shadow selves are going to be assets, but then they're also going to be things that we have to put some type of limitation on. So are unconscious motivators good and bad, right? Yes and no, because unconscious motivators can be a good thing, but most likely they're going to be a bad thing initially. 
Now, if you know your unconscious motivators, then you're going to be in a better place because then you can say, oh, I'm doing it again. And when you catch yourself, you say, oh, I'm doing it again. Then that's when those unconscious motivators become conscious. And then we can start to deal with them. For example, when you're on your smartphone during the daytime, this was a problem for me when I had started the business and I'm on social media and I'm like, I have to respond to these people. I have to do all this. But I have other things that need my attention that I don't necessarily need to go on social media to attend to these people. I said, well, what am I doing? I understand I want to build a community and do this, but this is not helping me with what I'm trying to accomplish in the end. Yeah, I'm doing something that's meaningful to the business and impactful, but it wasn't what I needed to do. Now, that could be a job for an assistant, a secretary, but what I decided was, okay, this phone is going to be my enemy. I I have to make sure I'm just not going on YouTube or I'm just not going on social media, or I'm just doing something that's taking away my high energy activities. So my unconscious motivators was always going to my phone, that habit. Why am I doing this? And then unconscious motivators, why am I talking to people who are just taking my time away? I have many people that I will talk to, and then sometimes the conversation just goes to the sake of conversation right? If it's no meaning behind the conversation, then let's take a pause and let's figure out what we're going to be doing after that. But sometimes people just feel alone. They want to feel accepted. They want something in their life. And so what I do is I make sure, okay, well, I understand them. And then I relay what I'm going to say to them saying, hey, I understand you want to talk. If you do, this is how we do it right? And they'll be maybe booking a session, doing something like that, right? We go a little bit deeper. And then we start to look at what their unconscious motivators are, because they might want to be talking to me about mindset coaching, about getting to a better life, but they don't know what is the problem. They know something is not right. They know they're not happy, but they don't know why, right? So digging deep and figuring out that shadow self, figuring out that unconscious motivator within you. Now, there is good news in the blog. I think I put a link for how you can take a test to find out your unconscious motivators. And I talked to the creator of print. He started this business where he would have employees of big companies, big companies, Fortune 500 companies, take this test. So then the employers knew what type of employee that they were going to be, which is interesting. Because if they had negative unconscious motivators, they would say, we don't want to deal with that. So when I took the test, I found out that many of my unconscious motivators, because you have to be as truthful as possible, were already fixed. I already fixed all my unconscious motivators because I did the mindset journey. But when I remembered before I went on my mindset journey, spot on. Yeah, I was stubborn. I had an ego problem. And then I was like, this makes sense. This makes sense to me because this was my old self. This was a familiar self to me just because they weren't out in present anymore, out in the open. They were still a shadow self to me. Those were the answers that I gave that created this person. And it was pretty accurate. But like I said, I don't allow that shadow self to rule me. However, many people do allow that shadow self to rule. 
And then we get into the unconscious, the subconscious. When we have the subconscious, it's going to be telling us a certain way of thinking. Oh, you're not good enough. You, you can't do this. And the unconscious motivators are going to say, well, I know I'm not good enough, right? Because I already tried it before. And then we get into like the idea of the subconscious mind and the unconscious mind. And this is where it gets interesting. Because when we look at the difference, they're going to be thinking the same way per se, but the results are going to be different because if I'm thinking in a subconscious level, I'm not getting to my unconscious level. So it is a little bit deeper when we do it unconsciously versus subconsciously. Subconsciously, meaning I am in last place and I know I can't win. I just give up the race. Subconsciously, I know I can't win. I'm last place. I, I'm just not going to get first place. Unconsciously, I might have self-sabotaged myself before the race even began. And I would have said, well, you, you know, this person's number one. They're the fastest person in the world. There's no way I can beat him. And then you don't. So then those unconscious motivators are actually weighing you down. And then you're not even pushing yourself to be more. So we have to get into state of mind of, okay, well, we understand these unconscious motivators, but they're not necessarily helping us in some facets, some manners of our life. We have to be aware of what they are. Number one, we can take a test. We can get a coach. They can help you with those type of motivators. But what you're going to be looking for is the areas of life that you're trying to make improvements in. And then we're going to figure out, okay, well, what has been the obstacles that have been stopping you? And many times you might say, well, it's an obstacle, or I said this, or I gave this excuse. We have these unconscious motivators that have to be dug up. And taking a test is the easiest way. Getting a coach is going to be the second best way. Now, just because you take a test doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be 100% accurate. Now, if you take a test and you say, well, you know, I kind of think this is right. Okay, then there's a good possibility that it is going to be right. If you feel like this is completely wrong, this test was not even accurate, then you're probably right too. But you have to be truthful with yourself. And then we have to figure out, okay, well, now I took this test. What are my unconscious motivators, right? And they tell you, or if you get a coach and your coach is working with you for some time, and then they say, okay, well, now I understand your unconscious motivators, right? And it typically takes a month for if you were working with a coach there, because they're going to see your habits and then they're going to be asking you questions and then they're, they're going to be looking at your responses. Once they get a good understanding of, okay, this is this type of person, then they can come up with a good solid plan. That's why I always tell people when you invest in coaching, you're looking at at least a three month minimum. Because if you get three months, the first month is going to be, all right, figuring out you. The second month is going to be conquering you. And then the third month is going to be making sure you're built for success. And then, of course, if you want more coaching, it's just going to reinforce all the work we have done and or diving into new areas. Because that three months is going to be dealing with one goal, one task. But when you do it, you're going to find out, whoa, I did it in three months. And then eventually you're getting into the stronger mindset. You do it in two months, three. And, the, and instead of doing it in three months, you can do it in one month, right? But it takes time. It's not something that you say, okay, 
everything is perfect. It takes time. So when you want to get rid of those unconscious motivators, it's going to take time. And it took me years to get rid of my unconscious motivators. And here's the kicker. I didn't even know that I had them. I never even knew about them. So I have these unconscious motivators that I don't know anything about. But guess what? They're not helping me. They're not making my life any better. So I need to figure out how to get rid of them. Because I saw when I was in high school, my life was not exactly how I wanted it to be. I knew I could make it better, but how would I do that? And so I started to get rid of my unconscious motivators. And the crazy thing is I didn't know about them. So we make changes in our life and sometimes we don't even know why we're making the change. We just know what we want how we want to be, how we want to act, and then we make the change. Now, the process for change, that's going to be a whole journey in itself. That can take years because I can give you the resources in three months, but will your brain make the adjustments and change the neural neural pathways to your brain that thinks about certain things or tasks or routines? It could take time. They say it takes 30 days to build a habit, but that's going to be variable to the person. Just because you built a habit doesn't mean you're going to be consistent past 30 days. For example, if every day you went to the gym, 30 days, you would think that now you created a habit to go to the gym. It's a constant battle to get up to go to the gym sometimes for people, especially who don't want to, or they don't see the worth in going to the gym. So figuring that out, right? How do we get rid of that way of thinking? And that way of thinking is going to be saying, hey, I want to go work out. I did it for 30 days. I should have the habit of going to the gym. But guess what? It's still not there. Unconscious motivator. Something is telling you something different versus your subconscious mind saying, oh, I did it for 30 days. It wasn't so bad. Figuring out what is the mechanism that winds you, makes you think, right? And then we get to the last step, how to master our unconscious motivators. And for this, you might not need to master them. You might need to overcome them, right? You are the master of your unconscious motivators versus you are the slave to your unconscious motivators. Because we can say, hmm, I'm stubborn. And then you have to ask yourself, is this a good thing or a bad thing? So then, yeah, it could be a good thing to be stubborn. It could be a bad thing to be stubborn, right? Because if you're stubborn, you don't want to make any changes. Then you might say, well, I got to make some changes. But maybe you're stubborn in certain aspects, like I'm not going to budge on this proposal, right? I know my worth and then we're stubborn on it, right? We stand our ground. And of course, we can use synonyms. We can use other words for stubborn. We can say we know our worth. We, you know, we're priceless, but we have to get down to the nitty gritty. And the nitty gritty is our shadow self is going to be an obstacle we have to overcome. And not many people are even aware of the shadow self. So Finding out what your unconscious motivators are, whether you take a test, whether you get a coach, that is going to be key for you to understand, okay, I know what I want. I know what I have to do. And it's not going to be easy. Getting rid of your unconscious motivators, difficult. How difficult is it, Mike? Very difficult. Yeah. And as long as you understand that, you have to ask yourself, do you want to get rid of them? Do you want to know them? Do you want to conquer them? How do you master them? Now, again, the first step, understanding them, cool, right? And then you can always 
remember, oh, wait, I'm doing it again. Or you can say, I'm not going to even get to that point again. I don't pick up my phone and go on YouTube anymore and just mindlessly scroll or TikTok mindlessly scroll. I don't have the time. Now, if I wanted to do that, it's going to be either scheduled or I don't have anything else that's of priority. So I'll help out this assistant, secretary on Instagram, do some posts, stuff like that, right? I can do that. But at the same time, I'm not going to do it when I have to do a podcast or I have to do a meeting or I have to go talk to the missus or deal with the kid. That right there is going to be priorities for me. What do I need to do? And sometimes our unconscious motivators stop us from doing what we truly should be doing. So if you find yourself doing what you're not supposed to be doing more so than doing what you're supposed to be doing, guess what? You probably need a coach. And you could take a test, but guess what? That's not going to help. It's going to tell you what your unconscious motivators are. So if you get a coach, you could say, these are my unconscious motivators. Okay, cool. But that's not going to mean anything to the coach on the first month, first session. It's not. Okay, well, let's figure out where you are. Because understanding where you are first initially helps us understand where we want to be. If we take a map, you just put your finger somewhere. You're probably not there, right? But if you want to get to a destination, we have to first know where we are. Because if you just point your finger on a map and say, okay, I'm here, I want to get here. And you walk east, north, south, wherever you're going, in that direction, thinking you're going to get to that location. Come to find out, you're not. So one of the first things we do in coaching sessions is finding out where you are. Because once we understand where you are mentally, physically, wherever, then we can say, okay, now I know how to get you to where you want to be. And it's a process. And that process is a journey. And that process, that journey is going to be one of the things that many people are always delighted that they went on. There's no regret. There's no uncertainty. There's only like, I am doing this for my betterment. And I know if I can overcome my unconscious motivators, my lesser self, my subconscious mind, my conscious mind, if I can do that, guess what? I'm going to be in a better place. But I know how much work I have to do. And when you have a guide, when you have someone helping you do that work, it's easier. The journey is easier. So I always recommend people to find a coach, to find someone who can help them along the way. All right, everyone. So the idea for the tune-up series this week is going to be talking about mastering your unconscious motivators. How can we master our unconscious motivators? So we talk about what they are. Are they good or bad? Then we relate them to the subconscious mind and how to get rid of those unconscious motivators, and then learning how to master them. So this blog is a must read for anyone who's finding themselves that they're doing things that they're not necessarily sure why they're doing them. You probably have unconscious motivators that are not being impactful in your life in a meaningful and powerful way. So this is something that you're going to want to read and understand fuller so you can start to make the changes that you want. And then if you're looking for getting a coach to help you with these unconscious motivators or get to a better life, head over to redmaconcepts.com. You can always get a consultation. You can 
figure out, okay, well, what are the next steps needed for you to propel your life to something more meaningful in your, in your own regards? That's going to be powerful for you also. Just figuring out where you are is the first step. And you just have to figure out, how am I going to get there? How am I going to become found? You can go on that self-realization journey by yourself, or you can find a coach. And then they can help you along the way. It is easier if you have a coach. I will say that. I did it without a coach, and it took me way longer than if I had a coach. I mean, was it a regret? I mean, I already went through it, right? I'm like, I don't have time for regret. But I wasted two, three years of my life when I could have had a coach just saying, hey, this is what it is. So I would be in a totally different place right now. But I'm not saying that my journey wasn't profound, that it wasn't enjoyable. Because now I get to help people who are trying to get to that place in life quicker than what I did. So my experience, my wisdom, my knowledge, I want to endow it to them so they can say, all right, I'm going to get to this place quicker than if I just did it by myself. So you decide, do you want to walk the journey alone? Or do you want to walk together? Whatever you decide, I'm here for your support to support you along that way and cheer you on, right? To cheer you on so you can figure out how to get full control of your mind. Because once you have full control of your mind, anything is possible. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach here in Austin, Texas. If you have any questions, email me coaching a session. And as always, make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, follow, do all those things that videos and audio things like. And I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching a Session. Until then, everyone, take care.